Welcome to the Tearing It Up podcast. I'm your host, Taryn. We'll be tearing it up, tearing it down, and tearing it apart, dissecting all things related to those who deviate from the standard. From leaders of their industry to leaders of mediocrity, and maybe a gear review or two thrown in. We shoot the shit and let the conversations flow, so if that's not your style, this may not be for you. Otherwise, listen in. Hope to light a fire in you somehow. We're live. Hey. We're um, doing better. I mean, this is, it was only two weeks. Yeah. Instead of yes. like three or a month, um, even though it feels like it has only been a week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, holy crap, how, again, two weeks. But um, I bet for you, it's maybe not felt like only one week since you were down and out and feeling really terrible last week. <laughs> uh, yeah, COVID got me. I can't believe it. I can, but I can't. Everyone's getting it. It's insane. It's everywhere. It is everywhere. Okay, yeah. So it was like just on this red light on this uh, mic, and it's under, there's a mute button, and the red light's on, so I was like, wait, is it on mute now? Yeah. And like, you press it, and no, it's not, but I'm, so, uh, well, I guess red means recording, usually, and then like, or something, so, uh, yeah, that just really threw me off, but (laughs) yes, COVID is getting everybody, it seems. It's like running rampant around here again. Yeah. but a lot of, like, for a little bit at the shop, we weren't wearing masks. Um, and we took our sign down of, like, requiring it. We were just kind of, like, as a staff, everyone is vaccinated. Um, and collectively, you know, it was, like, your own choice. There were still some people, uh, staff, who, like, chose to wear a mask and whatnot. Um, but we weren't, like, enforcing it for people. And then, like, you could see things, like, changing again in town and more people, because people were all coming in, like, without them. And then all of a sudden, like, it just seemed like a day or two and people started coming in with them on again. And so then as staff, we're kind of like, all right, well, this is just what's happening. I guess we'll start kind of wearing them again. Um, And then now even more so you start to see things happening, like the town, um, like an office building in town, like the town like utility department or whatever closed their doors again so like you can't go in they're like we'll do everything from a distance and um then the crossfit gym emailed last night and they're not requiring you to wear masks again um and their whole thing too it was like kind of weird where it would be like you wear a mask when you warm up and if you're moving about the gym, like getting equipment and things like that, but once you're in your little area to work out, you could take it off. Um, but we've been away from masks like in there for a while now, but as the coaches, they're going to be wearing them all day because they're seeing everybody, um, yeah. you know, but also you don't know what other people do for work, right? Like I'm as exposed to people as they are too. I don't know. It's just fucking weird of trying yeah. to decide like how to if you're going to implement this again and how it's going to go and then seeing like people shut down their doors and not allow people to come in to the office anymore in this uh, shelter like animal shelter down south from us but it's where we got piglets like in Sonora it's like three hours south from here they posted today that you can only come in like to look at the animals like by appointment only they're just yeah people are just not allowing certain no allow walk-ins and stuff and yeah for whatever everyone's getting sick so a lot of places don't have employees Mm -hmm. and 
Yeah. Yeah. Someone running through. Yeah. Someone got sick yesterday at work or like didn't feel good. I don't know that they've, if they tested, they probably won't be able to get results either um, for a while because, you know, it's just all getting backed up again. So that's the weird part that we're in too, is like, it's been almost two years and you still like can't get a test or can't get results from that test forever like you basically have to go through that quarantine before you even get your results so like for you you it's been a week and you still haven't gotten results and like what if they came back negative yeah right (laughs) and and we're just like yeah I'm positive like I'm positive that this is what this is because yeah um Murray's mom works for the university place school district and she tested positive last Tuesday Mm. Murray saw her on Monday um and I started to feel like garbage on Monday so I was just like that's like there's been times where I'm like oh I I like kind of feel like since COVID has begun where I'm like oh I don't feel so good like I have a little tickle and I'm like maybe it's COVID and then I'm like get come on woman get a hold of yourself like yeah it's fine you're fine but this time I'm like oh no based on all the symptoms that I had which it started off as a headache and then um Quincy was coughing a little bit and then like the night that I or the day that I was getting a headache so like Sunday and I was like huh that's weird I have this headache that won't go away And then, um, I was like, oh, I kind of have a sore throat. And then Monday I woke up and I was like, oh shit. I felt like I got hit by a truck. I was coughing, sneezing, sniffling, you name it. It was like all the symptoms all at once. And I like, I pretty much slept all day Monday and then throughout the week started to progressively get better, worse, better. (laughs) Um, and then by Friday I was like okay I'm good I need to get out of the house so then we I went out to the property on Saturday because I was getting like stir crazy um and then I did some stuff in our barn to prep for laying hardwood floors and yeah yeah but yeah I'm feeling so much better today um yeah I think I had it the worst And I was kind of thinking that, like, since we were already, like, down in the dumps because of losing Murray's dad, like, Mm -hmm. already, like, emotionally affected, that it kind of hit us worse because we weren't, like, in a good mental place. Yeah, definitely. I could see that. I mean, uh, just stress in general, right? It runs your body down. And having that loss you guys had someone so close in the family that's very stressful on the mind and and body and so just being beat down emotionally and physically already then having a lower immune system probably lower immunity didn't help like getting it or the effects of it um and I mean so it's it's kind of funny to even to think about where it's like oh like I said what you know what if you were actually negative the whole time but you've been sitting around doing nothing but then again it's like no matter what whether it's COVID or not you're still sick so yeah you should be at home right yeah yeah never put that much emphasis on it when it is like the cold because everyone's always like no I still have to work have to do this and have to do that like especially in the industries that we've worked in where 
which is so silly when it's like the food industry right and you're like yeah you know i have a, I have a sniffle or a cough and but they're like you gotta fucking be here we're so busy we need you it's a friday night it's like that's the worst industry to ever go to work in yes and, and you'll feel all this pressure like you can't take the time off because so many people too like are in jobs that don't do, don't offer paid time off or sick leave um so you just feel like you you can't you can literally not afford to to miss work sometimes so it's just become a societal norm that like unless you literally can't move or are super contagious you shouldn't go to work yeah like you know I do I do like that it's kind of becoming more accepted that if you don't feel good like yeah stay home and rest because one day or two days like of straight rest for even like a common cold you know can do wonders yeah but um and also not spread sickness yeah I think it's still it's just like uh, I don't know, just a weird place to be where it sucks that you just feel like, like, oh, who did I, who was I around? Who, did yeah. I give it to somebody? I feel like for the people that I know and I'm around that, that uh, like more fearful feeling is, has lessened. Um, but people are still at least like being responsible. I've got a couple friends who you know, have, have gotten it recently and I, uh, one of them I wasn't like around at all. The other one I had been, but like not a few days before she like really came down with it um and I haven't felt like anything so it's just kind of been the yeah if you feel some symptoms like lay low and and take a test for sure um but I I haven't felt any but I I just expect it to happen any yeah any day now just because of the amount of people in town it's like everyone I know who hasn't gotten it yet (laughs) is is getting it so I'm just like waiting for my number to come up and I'm kind of at the point of like, all right, let's get this over with. This seems yeah. to be the time that the people that I've known recently who have gotten it have not gotten it very, very bad. They've had just like you a day or two where they were like exhausted and like slept all day. And then all those, the other symptoms, you know, didn't feel good, but it was really like the day that took them out was just like sleeping all day. Um, and not like the terrible, um things, like in the beginning yeah where it was just like oh days of like you can't even sleep because there's like sweating and achy and all yes. all this so um yeah and I think I had a I had a temperature for like four days wow and not, not like a mild like 99 degree one like full-on 102 thing for like three or four days yeah <laughs> not fun I did yeah. not enjoy it just but like, here we are I made yeah. it out alive yeah um, totally Man, it's just crazy that like two years ago, about now, was when it started to come to the U.S. and we're still like seeing the implications of it, and it is still as pres as e- or even more present in our day to day lives. It's yeah, like I think like right now it's definitely more present than it was just because like in January, February would be when you're like hearing faint talk yes. about it across the seas and maybe a handful of people if they had heard about it or known about it think that like oh my gosh I think like I I had that or got it like I had a couple friends who were like pretty sure they had it in December of 2019 um, and had done some traveling and stuff but that was well before they even knew what it was and then you know all of a sudden like March hit and it was like bam world shut down world shut down I heard about it um in February because I ordered my like my booty bands for my business um I had 
ordered them from a factory in China and I was communicating with them and either they had emailed me that like, oh, like, sorry, we, um, we have to shut the factory down because of COVID-19. So like, well, nobody will be, and I'm like, what the, what, like, what is happening? What is that? And, and whatnot. So they were shut down for like a month or something before they could even make them. Like I didn't end up getting them until May and I had ordered them in like the end of January because like they were shut down for so, so long, but that was my first time hearing about it. And then I wasn't like, I had no idea like what it, what it was. And I started to hear more and then all of a sudden it hit us. And then, yeah, it was like fucking nearly like two years later from our shutdown. It's just like unbelievable. It is unbelievable. Life is just so weird now. So the schools too, um, what happened is I don't believe that there's changes at school, but there's no after school activities. So, uh, last week, last Wednesday or something or Thursday, they sent an email out and they canceled all the after school activities. So until the 28th of January, I don't know how they decide like how long they're going to shut it down for. And I'm just pretty bummed about, I mean, we're all bummed obviously that it's still around, but so with wrestling, they had their winter break. That was two weeks long and they had a tournament, a big tournament then that got canceled. Uh, Cause there's a bunch of teams coming from out of state um, from different states and whatnot. So they just weren't comfortable with all the traveling. So canceled that tournament. And then with the snow, uh, the high school parking lot, like didn't get plowed for almost the whole time. So there's like four or five feet of snow in the parking lot. So it's not like you, you could even go like wow. get access the school. So they finally plow it. I don't know. They only got like a couple practices in maybe during winter break. And then we get back, have a couple practices and then it gets shut down. And then, so by the time, um, it rolls around to this date, supposed date that they can come back January 28th, there's like two weeks left in the season. And there's only two kids who've actually wrestled in tournaments and they've gotten what maybe maybe three tournaments so a handful of matches because they've had you know like a, a couple of matches each each tournament but because of the other kids like either starting late or being sick like, like it took them all a while I was like okay finally winter break everyone's going to be able to go to this next tournament on January 8th and and get a real match and see what it's like and then boom it got canceled so I'm like man I don't even know like who's going to return on the 28th like there's only two weeks left in the season these kids all they've done is practice with with each other like hopefully they like it enough that they they still come out but I'm like gosh like just just sucks um Like, so I feel bad for them because I mean, obviously they've stuck it out this long. They like the sport. And I just can't imagine as like the athlete I was in high school, having those situations of, of not being able to do the things that you love. And especially if you're yeah. a senior. Yeah. So now it's like, we felt all bad for the seniors of 2020 getting their like seasons cut, no graduation. And I'm like, well, man, it's still, these kids are still, still being affected. Like, mm-hmm. My mom mentioned uh, to my dad at one point that, like, oh, he was like, oh, they would be fine or something. My mom's like, no, they wouldn't have. They're like, they were such social kids. Like, they'd be going nuts. Like, I'm so happy that our kids are adults. But uh, yeah, it's just, it's so weird how it it seemed that things were, you know, kind of getting a little better. And then all of a sudden, like, well, bam, everything goes back to feeling like it is 2020. Like, shutdowns obviously not quite as extreme but 
Yeah, not as many hospitalizations, thank goodness, and deaths, but still, like, just the widespread of it. Like, literally, everyone's getting it. Yeah. But at least, and, like, everyone's like, well, at least we'll have these immunities and, like, have a little bit of, like, normalcy after this, hopefully. But, like, who's to say that there's not going to be, like, another variant on down the road that puts people in the hospital and kills them again you know what I mean I know exactly it's just it's just forever evolving yep exactly I'm no medical specialist so I don't know how to predict I know shit I don't I don't even know if the professionals do but like exactly yeah I don't think it's like ever gonna go away away I think it's gonna become kind of like you know the colder flu where there's like obviously different variants of it I just hope that it's on the on the way of like getting less and less serious where you don't have to name every variant you're just like oh I got COVID just like oh I got the cold like yeah and it's not killing and hospitalizing people we all know the cold or flu like does can kill people and whatnot so just hopefully COVID becomes if it's going to be around to the point where you can get it you know you're sick for a few days whatever but there's not not as much people like getting it as severe and um it's just going to have to become somewhat normalized without a killing rate, but it just sucks. Like, it does. Like, oh like, can we please just get a break? Like, yeah. a break <laughs> where we can feel like, yeah, I'm not worried about passing it on. Cause that's still my biggest thing of like, when I talk about it and feel not very concerned for myself, I still, you know, like feel like a real big asshole if I give it to someone else and they get really really sick from it so yeah it's just like yeah I don't want to don't want to have to worry about all that but anyway <laughs> you got I see you got something really new oh my god behind you yes ah! and so uh I got the so this is just like the OG bike oh I don't know if I can go far away um and because the, the like new bike they had, the whole big thing is as a swivel screen, but you can order these swivel pivot things on Amazon for like 30 bucks. So I did that. So now yeah, yeah, the moves and you can do like all the other workouts because I do like to do the uh, bike boot camp class where you yes. get like on the bike and then on the floor for some dumbbell action and uh, whatnot. Um, and they just... Uh, uh, and so that's a Peloton, by the way, if we, if I did not say that, because <laughs> um, I forget people are not totally watching us, but uh, they, they release some boxing classes, which this one class I like to do intervals and arms where you're on the bike the whole time, but you just, uh, you'll take sections or you do have a couple of, like light dumbbells and do some arm workouts. And this one chick, my favorite instructor, Kendall, she, when she does her intervals and arms, she does a lot of boxing for the arms. um and she talks about it just a lot and so it's it's been everyone's been guessing for a while that they're going to add those classes and so they did they added like straight boxing classes but it's just like a two-week program right now it's not like they're not releasing a bunch like new classes like weekly or anything um so I've done a couple of those and I mean it's funny because I've done a body combat class from this gym that I I worked at uh live and did some spin teaching there uh-huh. uh and so it's all like shadow boxing and with the body combat from live they do like kicks and it's a bunch of martial art kind of techniques pushed in one 
and I really really enjoyed it but I did really want to like actually hit something yes (laughs) yes yes. like and also with live like it's it's fun you burn a whole lot of calories but um it's choreographed and choreographed to the playlist so I kind of feel like a spaz because it kind of reminds me of a little bit of like 80s like step classes or something you got it because yeah you're on aerobicide yeah you're you know on on count or something and spinning and kicking and um but the thing about them is they come out with like new releases or what they're what they're called every like few weeks or six weeks or something like that um and so if you go often, like you get the moves down, like you yeah. do the same routine um, over and over and repeat it so you can get it down and you can get better at it, which is cool. But uh, I just could never make it to that class um, very often. So when I would go, it'd be like a whole brand new thing or thing I didn't remember. And so I'd be sore and like get a really good workout, but I just felt like a, like a dummy. Um, and I do like with the the boxing that it's like this particular Peloton program like teaches you technique but I still kind of like I don't know second these people have taken classes and maybe some did competitive but there's this other chick I follow who was like a boxer and is a certified like U.S. boxing coach and I've wanted to do one of her courses so I feel kind of silly like with Peloton of like these tiny little people like did, did you ever like actually hit somebody or yeah. <laughs> like, do you just hit the air too? Um, so, I mean, I'm by no means going to think I'm like a fucking professional boxer by taking them, but it's just, just fun. Um, but I want to get like a heavy bag that I can hit. Yeah, girl. Yeah. So, like, where, did couple- you, where did you find the Peloton? Is it used or? Yeah. My boss. Nice. Sick. Yeah. So he gave you a super good deal too. So, um, so it was awesome. And, uh, so it was my Christmas present from Andrew. Yay. Yeah. (laughs) uh, uh, Well, I've been talking about it for a couple years now anyway, pretty much since the beginning of COVID when we all had to go home. That's when I started using the app and whatnot. So it's been great. And I've not been on a great routine just, um, cause of well snow and and things where I've wanted to go do other things so I haven't been like sticking to my CrossFit very good since the holidays and then it's hard to do it all try to CrossFit yeah. and Peloton but like I really do love doing both so because I've thought like well maybe I should like should I be paying for CrossFit or just using this but I'm like I do like to go be social and see people and yeah. work with equipment <laughs> that I like have someone program something for me and do some heavy workouts that I wouldn't do on my own. Mm-hmm. But I also love to like come up into this room and like work out by myself. Like, Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's a nice balance to be like in a social setting and then also have the you time. Yeah. And just I, in the zone. I think for a long time, I was also like, I was on the fence about like getting a real Peloton for so long. Cause I'm like, well, I have this bike and I have the app like, and, and then I started going to CrossFit where I'm like, Oh, I don't like, why would I pay for that bike? Unless that was going to be my only thing I did, but I just need to stop putting so much pressure on myself of like, I don't have to, just cause I have this thing doesn't mean I have to like ride every single day or twice yeah. a day. And like, quit doing other workouts that I enjoy because even the, the bike boot camp classes are awesome, but it's not, 
it's not a program. It's still very random. So if you have yeah. certain fitness goals, it's very hard to reach them when you're just following programs that are not, um, or well, you're not following a program when you're just doing random classes and random workouts. You don't know what's going to be in that class. Like how, if it's going to be like squats, lunges, what, like whatever it's going to be. So you're, if you have like certain fitness goals, you're not going to reach them by randomized workouts and in CrossFit, it is not randomized. They have, they follow a 12 week program. So every 12 weeks they change it, but once you're, we're starting a new cycle. So like we're working towards certain goals and, and whatnot. Um, so yeah, you have my like programmed thing and then I have my random shit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But it's so cool. I love the big screen and, uh, just seeing the numbers, it's much harder to get on the leaderboard than I, than I thought. Uh, people go ham out there. Yeah. And well, not not to mention, I mean, when you're actually taking a live class, you're like 5,000 fucking people. Yeah. So how on earth are you ever supposed to be number one? I'm like, these people are cheating. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, maybe not cheating, but it's like, it's all based on like your output, which is the resistance number and your cadence number combined. You know, Uh you've done it with Nikki or on hers, but, uh, So I'm like, if you're not listening to the instructor and just putting it like on way heavy resistance and trying to pedal as fast as you can for 30 minutes, you're going to have a super high output. So if you're not actually staying in those ranges, then, you know, your, your output potentially could be higher. And I'm like, I'm listening to what the teacher says. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it's also nice to have like the competition to Mm -hmm. like push yourself, even though you're working out by yourself. Yeah. Yeah, and like, ones are great. And now you can do uh, classes with other, with like your friends and that like yeah. pre-recorded on-demand ones or sessions or whatever. And so they have a live leaderboard. Um, so you can still just say like, oh, who's working out now instead of like racing against this one-time leaderboard from the first class. Um, so I could, if I find some friends on there, <laughs> be like, yeah. hey, let's do a class today. And then you're just like, challenging each other so that's pretty cool yeah I'm down and Nikki just hit me up to work out and I was like uh you probably don't want to work out with me right now because I've got the vid cooties I'm coveted COVIDed, man yeah so yeah Yeah. I'm ready to get back to anything after this I mean it's nice to be able to have the uh, luxury to be able to quarantine as mm-hmm. far as like financial and like being able to order groceries online and stuff but man it sucks yeah and luckily my entire household got it so like my son and Murray and I we all got it at the same time so we didn't have to like isolate from each other because that would have been absolute hell yeah I mean that would be impossible with your household oh seriously just for the fact that like having a kid at that age like you can't I mean no I I don't know how people did it in the beginning and they didn't even now yeah I don't know how anyone I don't know I have no clue and I don't know what that would have looked like for our household if that were to be the case you'd be literally locked in a bedroom like you would have to put a like a deadbolt on your (laughs) side so that like Quincy wouldn't get in there Yes, that is actually literally what would have to happen. But then again, like, I don't know who would have watched him or or picked him up from school while Murray's working. It's just like, I just, I don't know how people have made it through this at some points. Yeah. 
I'm just yeah. like, holy crap. Like, so, like to have it at this point where you don't have, you're not, um, you're in a different situation or you don't have to worry about quarantine from other people or like taking the time off of work and having it be as hard as it is. Like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Gosh. It sucks. Well, hopefully in the next few days or next week, I guess, maybe just to be safe, you're back at it. I just follow, started following Nikki on Peloton. So Hi. I was like, yes, you go, go over to her house. We can schedule a time too. The, yeah. Class. So we can video chat too. Yes, let's <laughs> do it. Let's seriously do it next I, week. I was like, next I don't know week. who would really want to use this setting. I text my friend, Jesse, Jesse Costello. We've yeah. taken a class together when I had, was just using the app, but so I told her like, we should video chat, like kind of joking because I'm like, I don't know that I want someone just to stare at me and my boobs just sweating yeah. a bunch. But uh, I'm like, you know, for some people, I'm like, I could see myself doing it with my mom if she had one. Yeah. Because I would have to just be like yelling at her still. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, do it. But uh, I'm like, there's really only a handful of people that I could see actually like where the video chat would be beneficial or funny. And like, I could see doing it with, oh my God, we could totally podcast and do that. Yes. <laughs> I am game and and as far as like my time frames go I would either have to be like a 6 a.m person doing it or like in the evening yeah yeah we'll see what I mean evening both those times work better for me too either 6 a.m or evening but uh yeah I've been trying to with that I'm just like okay whenever I have the time I'll pop on it instead of I mean like because I can do it whenever really so but I just don't do it if it's not yes. <laughs> not yeah, early. Time. But uh, like today, you know. Well, now there's now I have can do all the other. I could do all the other classes from the app technically, but I am the numbers person, and I like to do what they say. So like the power zone classes, I'm excited to do some of those because I think honestly that's a kind of training that I really do need because it's like endurance based, so it's keeping you in these certain zones, um, which are not heart rate zones per se but I think they can kind of relate to them because it's based on your output so if you're in like zone two of your output which is low then your heart rate would probably be on the lower side and I'm very used to like working out and just like going high intensity and in that high heart rate and like that does not help get my endurance up very much. I, I really want to work on that. And so I want to take some of these classes where I'm um, doing more, paying more attention to those long, like steadier state endurance um, areas. Cause last week I went uh, split boarding for the first time this year yeah. and I went after CrossFit, which was like a mistake, which I kind of knew it would be, but I was thinking that this place we were going was like, in my head, I'm like, oh, it's definitely, it's not that bad. It, it'll be a quick one. But once we kind of got towards the top where all of a sudden it gets steeper and, and not like super steep by any means, but my, we'd already been like skinning for a while. So just that motion on your hips is like, gets tiring. And my CrossFit workout was like all legs. So once we started like the steady climb, uh, my legs were like done. And yeah. My heart rate's at fucking like above 170 into like 180, like the whole fucking time. And it's not abnormal, even on a like regular day. My heart rate's always super high doing that and like running. And I want to get to a point where 
during those activities, it can keep my heart rate lower because it's not sustainable to do an activity for over an hour at a heart rate of 170 to 180. Like that's not where you should be. And I don't know why, like, I can't get it, (laughs) Um, but it kills me. It makes me super, super mad. And I get very frustrated and like super down on myself. Yeah. Um, so then it puts me in a bad mood where it's like start the skin off super great because we're really excited to like finally be out there. The snow is still good. And then you start to get tired and then you're like, wait, how, like how much fucking further? And then you get mad because you just want to be done. Yeah. But you know, you're about to get to the best part, which is the down. Mm-hmm. But you still want to have energy to like ride down and feel like you're in control of your of your body snowboarding yeah. down. Um, so I, I didn't go into like a super dark place or anything, but I definitely had started to get frustrated and really, really tired and worn out. I also only had like a fucking smoothie or something, um, which was not enough for the activity that I was doing. But, uh, my friend Liz that I was with is just like super good at being in a very positive place. So I was very glad it was her that I was with to, to pull me out of the negative zones when I started yeah. being like, I suck. Like so frustrating. Like, why can't I just fucking do this? Like, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So hopefully doing some of these kind of certain classes are, uh, will help get that heart rate in a better yeah. place. But. Have you gotten your test results back or gone to the naturopath again? No, I don't go to the 25th. So I still got two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks. Um, so I'm so I'm like so excited. Can't wait for that. Uh, just to know if there will be some kind of answers because I do in my head always come back to nutrition anyways because you know there's a lot of foods out there that cause a lot of inflammation and there's been a lot of talk about inflammation like affecting your cardiovascular very much and breathing and asthma and stuff like that. Um, and I like I just know that if I do have some results come back of like oh yeah like we can see that this is really not good for you like it'll be much easier for me to cut that out than to just trial and error things because I'm always unsure if I'm just making it up in my mind I'm like yeah well is it really that or is it just kind of a placebo effect type thing like uh I did I've gone twice to the naturopath and done a B vitamin injection series (laughs) And so I went last week for the second time and she was like, so did you notice a difference? And I was like, well, like, I think so, but it's hard for me to, to say because that day I was just really busy. So I kept myself, I had a lot to do. So I just kept moving and didn't really, you know, think about being tired or anything like that. Um, so, so I don't know, I don't know if it was the B vitamins or if it was just me and I'm just not good at being um in tune yeah what's uh it was just sub subjective objective I don't know I just I just question everything I can't for sure without a doubt say it was the b vitamins I noticed a huge difference 
um just like for tiny little thing like when we put the uh swivel thing on the peloton i got on the bike and i'm like oh it's the screen's kind of wobbly now though but i was like but i paid no attention beforehand to if it was wobbly so i don't know yeah yeah (laughs) yeah it's different like i just second guess myself so much so i that's why i have to have like numbers to know like for sure like yes this is making a difference yeah Um, i hear you there for sure have you so we got an awesome comment on our post um, from the website because the, the podcast is posted to the website too and you could comment on on that and whatnot. So a friend from high school, from our high school, um, commented and we were just super stoked to see that feedback that somebody listened. Yeah. <laughs> so thanks, Heather, if you're listening again for Very listening nice. and commenting especially because she left you some good information and advice of um some local naturopaths so yeah um, I'm definitely after this I'm for surely gonna call them and oh yeah right because that was last week anyway too when you were like really feeling cruddy probably not much of a point to (laughs) to call and inquire when you're like well I can't come see you anyway yeah I'm stuck at home for the next week Mm -hmm. oh man How's your uh, therapy going now? Have you had more Um, sessions of that? Yeah, I had one last week when I wasn't feeling so hot and she was like, do you want to cancel? And I'm like, no, I'm good. Like, and, and I even still kind of feel like a little brain fog, but I don't know if it's because I've been like disconnected from the world, like in quarantine or isolation or whatever, but, um, uh, yeah, it's been going good. I've kind of fallen off the ball of doing like the three gratitudes in the morning and then uh, events of writing down events of impact at night. But this morning when Quincy and I both woke up, I was like, what are, what are three things that you're grateful for Quincy? I was like, let's talk about this. So we both did our, our morning gratitudes, which really helps because it just like sets you, it just like, puts your first foot forward on a on a positive note yeah so that really helps especially since we've been in this quarantine isolation thing there's really been no schedule no regimen no nothing so there's been like a few mornings where he'll wake up first thing in the morning and start playing video games and it drives me up the fucking wall and I hate it (laughs) Uh, so it was really good to do that and then we went and did breakfast together and yeah but um that's still going good um so that's something that she asked you or like like a little homework kind of assignment to use three three things in the morning and then three what at night uh writing down um events that were impactful to you throughout your day either challenging or like just positive events so but also like since we've been in quarantine isolation there really hasn't been any eventful things happening right um but yeah so yesterday and the day so Saturday and Sunday we went out to the property and it was really nice to go out there and then to get like reoriented with like projects and things that we need to do out there um but yeah oh um also the weekend before I got sick I had a girlfriend's getaway and we uh did some psychedelic mushrooms Ooh, fun! and 
this was before I had like any symptoms or knew that I was exposed to anything. So I like, of course, after coming out of that weekend, I was like, Oh my God, you guys, I'm quite positive. I have COVID-19 and like one of the gals was going away to Hawaii the Friday after that. And so I'm like, Oh my God, I'm going to like ruin your trip. And like, just had this like huge snowball, like feeling shitty on top of feeling shitty thing, but none of them got it. And we were all in a cabin together, like rolling around on the ground, laughing. (laughs) Who did you go with? Um, I went with my girlfriend, Marin, her sister, and then one of her sister's girlfriends. And it was so awesome. And it was the most mushrooms I've ever eaten in my entire life. Uh Um, We did the kind of mushrooms that we did are called cubenzies. And they are on the lower spectrum of the psychedelic mushroom um, scale. They have like the least amount of psilocybin in them, but still enough to like get you feeling weird and stuff. So we did those and I bought them in the form of capsules. So uh, they get ground up and then weighed out and put in capsules. And it's just like a more accurate way to dose yourself. Because is the theory behind that that it like gets in your like bloodstream or something faster or more evenly than like if you were to eat it? I would say more evenly and it doesn't fuck your stomach up because oh, yeah. you are to eat just like just nosh on like some dried mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Your stomach trying to break that down really messes it up. Um, like pe- some people puke, some people like really have like severe reactions because essentially you're poisoning yourself. But with the capsules, since the mushrooms are already broke down, mm-hmm. your body digests it better. Mm-hmm. And I've never really had stomach issues with mushrooms that are in capsules. So it's just like a cleaner way of doing them and your body accepts it better. And because I mean, you could you could get like a bag of dehydrated mushrooms and look at them and be like, Oh, this one, this one mushroom and this one mushroom, they look like they are the same amount. And then you put them on a scale and they weigh entirely differently. Oh, right. Cause like the density and whatnot. Of, yes. Yeah. 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 So it's just, it's just a more accurate way to be like, okay, I'm eating this capsule, which is one gram of this kind of mushroom. Mm-hmm and take it and it's also a way this is how people like microdose right um and all that stuff but we did not microdose (laughs) yeah i ate the most amount i think i've ever eaten in my entire life which i want to say i ate like 12 capsules so like about 12 grams and the experience was really pleasant until i was like all right i'm ready to go to bed and i Uh, go to bed and i got into like this horrible mindset of like, I'm going to stay like this forever. Like if I go to sleep, I'm never going to wake up, but that eventually went away. And, um, there was also this like ongoing joke throughout the evening that I didn't really bring mushrooms because (laughs) they just look like they're multivitamins and people like my girlfriends kept on being like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, uh, am I sure? Yeah, I don't like, like, you know, so it made me like, like the hangover. Oh yes. man, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I gave you ecstasy. Oh, Marcus is going to be pissed at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
yes, I think that that also had something to do with why we kept on eating them because we we were just like continually eating them throughout the night, and that's why they lasted a little bit longer than we had hoped. And then I also had this like weird, um, like in intense feeling of like being responsible like since I'm the one who brought the mushrooms uh, like, mm-hmm. like intense feeling of being responsible for other people's trips and like all this other stuff and there were like some things that had happened in my life the week prior where there were just things that happened that were out of my control but I felt responsible for mm-hmm. it so I think it was like kind of like symbolic and yeah like, just being well, like, you can only be responsible for yourself and, like, even, like, na- now, like, having a six-year-old where he is his own person now and he makes his own choices, but you feel responsible because you raised this individual, but he's, like, constantly doing stuff that annoys the F out of me, and I'm like, I can only be responsible for my- myself yeah. and husband's. like, truly. Yeah, so did you ever come out of that, like, feeling? Well, obviously you did, like, when you became unhigh, but is that how you ended the the trip of feeling like, oh, I'm responsible for this, and, like, like, did it, do you feel like you still got anything good for, like, obviously you had a good time until then, but when you came out of it, were you, like, I had too many, or were you like, "I I got some use out of that? Yeah, I think I felt like I got some use they got some use out of it feeling and it was really lovely because like we eventually I went to sleep we all went to sleep and then we all woke up and just like had conversations about our experiences and two of the gals had never done mushrooms before and so it was like the the two sisters they had never done mushrooms before and so it was more of like an experience for them and the friend and I felt like we were just there to like give them space yeah Yeah. exactly so yeah I I'm glad that they got to experience for the first time and like they were just like happy and joyful the whole time and they were so grateful for the experience and so of course after having conversations the next morning of being like how how was everybody feeling and um it all just being positive it was like oh, okay good so we're good because yeah, you, yeah. you get confused uh-huh. you get like in these head spaces and yeah especially when it like continues when you don't want it to continue yeah <laughs> and so, like, oh man that's my uh concern of like getting high ever like any kind is because like when I'm done like I want to be done and you yeah. have no idea how long it's going to last. Like even just smoking weed. I'm like, I only like to do it when I like really need to go to sleep and I'm like trying to knock myself out because if I like get too high, then I'm like, I don't want to be high. Like I got yeah. shit to do. So I only ever do it like at night to go to bed and like edibles, like weed edibles, like, oh God, I haven't done those in, in forever because of too many bad experiences where yeah. it like lasted too long. Um, so, and then mushrooms, I just like very, those very, very, very little, um, so that I don't get like crazy. High. Well, cause normally there's like something I want to do the next day, really. So yeah. I would like to go on like, a trip you know of um <laughs> pun intended yeah. uh, <laughs> but you know like a uh ayahuasca type 
Ooh, yeah. And maybe not that, I mean, at one time I did, but now again, I don't know if specifically that, but where, yeah, it is facilitated. Someone is there who is not under the influence that they can like bring you back and you know, like they like, feel like that could help having that constant, like, no, they, they're not high, but when you're high, any, you can question anything like they're not high, but do they want me to do this? Like, are, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. are they doing this? But, um, you know, a couple days or something where I know I got nothing to do. I can feel cruddy or something because I'm like out in the desert and don't need to work out, you know, because that's what happens to me at the end of the night of whatever, where I'm like, well, shit, what time is it? I need to go to bed. I need to go to bed right now because I need to like, I need to work out tomorrow. I have to do something tomorrow. I don't want to just like sleep all day and feel like shit. And I put all this pressure on myself instead of like, no, it's, it's Friday. I have tomorrow off. Like, don't worry about it. If you spend Saturday, you know, being a little lazy, like it's, it's okay. But in my head, I'm like, I've just wasted a whole day. Uh And like before the day has even arrived. And so I'm just trying to get out of that headspace of like a feeling like I'm wasting time when I'm not doing something. Like what's this need to be constantly doing something productive? But yeah. uh, it's not like I am. I do not spend 24 hours a day doing something productive because I yeah. feel like I have ADD where I start to try to sit down to work and then I spend an hour fucking looking up swivels or fucking laptop laptop cases organization cubes (laughs) what the fuck am I doing just go to work and then go to target or something (laughs) I don't know um office chairs all the things so uh yeah um uh just the the time the the, uh guilt anxiety of around time that I have is just like annoying and insane um and you're not alone in that I know a lot of people have that feeling and it definitely has I think it's a societal thing and And I think a woman thing yeah from what I've noticed yeah I think men are like that too for sure I especially Murray oh my god Uh, because I don't feel like the ones closest to me are and I most but like I've got more girlfriends that are always worried and concerned about that but you know like Andrew can hang out and chill and like do nothing all day and be like fine if he's worked all week and has a Saturday where he does that but I like feel like I can take one day like that every two months without feeling guilty yeah every other day just feel guilty Murray's constantly doing something constantly and then I'm like like 9 p.m. rolls around and I'm like all right I'm gonna crawl in bed and like watch something and space out and then I'm like oh my god I'm such a piece of shit because he's like doing x y and z and I'm just like nope I'm done now. yeah but yeah everybody's different and yep. and also like you mentioned earlier with like the whole ADD thing mm-hmm. I think that so many people feel that way and I feel like it has to do with like having screens constantly in Mm -hmm. our face and like all these distractions and just like so much stuff constantly going on around us. And I think that one of the great things that came out of COVID is that it made us be like, stop, just stop. And like, uh, like prioritize health, you know what I mean? Or like like prioritize your community, prioritize like how you affect your community and 
and granted, there's a lot of horrible things that came out of COVID, but of the great things, I think that it made us as a society be like, okay, stop, just stop, mm-hmm. like slow down and just stop. Cause it doesn't always have to be like a, a running functioning machine. Yeah, totally true. And just like what we talked about with, um, uh, just being sick, like in general, right. Of how beforehand it was just like, just keep going, just keep going. Unless yeah. you like literally can't move. And it's like, it's me to like, no, you know, you don't feel good. Like your body needs rest and you need to like, not go ex- expose that, which is yeah. you know kind of the number one thing, but it still makes you realize like how much better you can take care of yourself when you are taking the time to do it, whether it's forced or chosen. Uh-huh. Um, I just had a conversation with one of my coworkers actually the other day about like ADD and whatnot. It all started because of a magazine that we carry at the shop. Uh, and I mentioned that, uh, like I, I always wanted to write for a magazine. That was like a childhood, like not childhood, but high school age, whatever, middle school age, like yeah. dream of like, and even in my twenties was like to write for a magazine. And I loved magazines because I loved to actually read the articles, uh, not make like inspiration boards, even though I'm, or vision boards, um, I would do that. And I'm thinking about doing it, but uh, I hated cutting up magazines because I wanted them to be intact. So I would feel better if I had two copies and I could cut one up and then have the other one so I could still read the articles again if I wanted. But then in my 20s, there was like a magazine. It was called Misadventures. It was a women's like outdoor magazine. And I think it was quarterly or something. It only lasted a couple of years and then they went out of print. But even at that time of when that came out a few years ago, I mean, print was already like going downhill. Um, So it's a hard time to even start a magazine. But I'm just like so bummed because all these things that I always feel like I'm too behind, you know, by the time I finally start doing something I want to do, I think I've mentioned this before. It's like, you know, that trend is on its way out or something where now it's like too full. Like I wanted to podcast many, many, many years ago. Now there's fucking 2 million podcasts and I'm just getting started. And I always feel behind the curve, even though there's plenty of things in my life that I have been above or ahead of the curve and done um like wrestling or something so again all has to do with time I put so much pressure on myself I'm like oh I'm like I should have done this 10 years ago like what the hell I should have done this five years ago I should have just went to school for journalism like I wanted to and uh I could have like been writing for a magazine and could have been a successful like writer editor or something by by now but However, it's still being the same situation that print is still going down. So if I had been successful in that, um, I'd be in the position where I might be losing my job right now because print is going like down. But it brought us to the fact that people don't even have the attention span to read anymore, like not even blogs, because like it's all just like quick 15 second videos, whether it's like Instagram or TikTok. (laughs) um so so yeah it's like the whole as a society seems like ADD is becoming way more of a thing (laughs) I agree I have a little visitor here if you haven't noticed I see that (laughs) what are you doing she's talking to you you want to say something or are you just going to be silent what's up quincinator hi we're just, I saw up your nostrils. You better blow your nose. 
funniest thing. <laughs> <laughs> what a goofball. Oh, <laughs> Hi. All right. Did you come up here to say something to me or what? Hi. Oh, that's all you came up here to No, 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 no. I just went up here to bug. You just came up here to bug? Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's really annoying. <laughs> what have you been doing? <laughs> Crazy guy. Oh my gosh. Okay. okay, I'm gonna kick you out if you can't be serious for two seconds. What'd you come up here to, to say? Hi. Hi, Hi Quincy. <laughs> what were you doing with your dad? Oh, he was outside. Yeah, but what were you doing? Need for speed. Oh, need for speed, dude. I see. Well, maybe we should go on a walk or a scooter adventure here soon. <gasps> get outside. Get some fresh air. Is it yeah. sunny or what? Uh, it was raining. What is the weather doing, Quincy? Sunny! It looks bright out there. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Very good. Well, it is I don't know if you stopped recording or not, but... Nope. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No way. Everyone gets to visit with Quincy now. Yeah, you want to say something on the podcast? People can hear you, but they can't see you. So you got to use your words. You want to tell people what you've been up to? Um, let's play Don't Say Anything. <laughs> I don't think that'll work. Because... Yeah, that's not a good theme for a podcast. Don't yeah. say anything. <laughs> Maybe um, that could have been like a good title. <laughs> don't say anything. Don't say anything. Yeah, he's been playing this game. This I've been trying to get him to play the silent game. Oh. Have you been winning? Me? Him. He's winning. He's winning right now. He's winning. winning right now. <laughs> <laughs> trying not to laugh. I can see he's biting his lip. <laughs> Talking with his eyebrows. <laughs> Uh, you speak with your eyebrows? That looks like a yes. <laughs> awesome. Oh, man. Well, I should probably sign off and entertain this young lad. Yeah. And get outside, get some fresh air if you're feeling yes. good. And yes. Oh, you can get some physical activity. Yeah. I think that's sign language for A. Quincy's doing a sign for A, the letter A. I don't know sign language very well. D? C? D? You guys are good. I think that's where it stops for me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'm glad we got to chat again, and I'm glad you're feeling better. And then then hopefully in the next week. You're really back on the Peloton and try video chatting. Yes. Let's definitely do that next week for sure. Yeah. Yes. Whenever you feel good enough. Either at 6 a.m. or 7 p.m. Yeah. You just let me know. We'll make it happen. Yes. It's good seeing you. Good talking to you. Yes. You too.
Bye, Quincy. Good to see you. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, <guys. laughs>